Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Mem Gimel. We're going to start on Mem Bet Amuvet with the Mishnah. Brand new Perek. Today's Shiur is a Zichut for our sponsor as well as his wife and his baby boy. They should be Zichur with Hatzacha in all of their endeavors. The Mishnah Mishna, the over here is talking about the differences of when the Lulav and the etrog are taken in the Bet HaMikdash, how often we take them. And in what some years we take them this amount of days, and some years a different amount of days, depending on when Shabbat falls out. So the different mitzvot of lulav, when, how often do we end up doing them in any given year? That's the idea of our Mishnah. Okay? So Mishnah starts as follows. Lulav arava shisha v'shiva. The mitzvah of lulav and arava is either... Six or seven days. Six means if the first day of Sukkot falls out on any day besides Shabbat, we're going to skip that day. We're not going to shake the Lulav that day. Or we're not going to do the Aravah that day. And therefore, we're going to only have six days of Lulav, or six days of Aravah, because we're going to skip it on Shabbat. However, if the first day of Sukkot We'll see about Arava, we'll see the rules of Arava also. But if the first day of Sukkot will fall out on Shabbat, so since the first day of Shabbat, we're going to do it on Shabbat anyway, then you have seven. You got it? Also with Arava, if it goes by the last day, the seventh day. If the seventh day falls on Shabbat, then we have seven. Otherwise, we do six. Okay? That's Lav, Arava, Shabbat, Shabbat. could either be six, or it could be seven. Okay? Now, you mind flipping it around so I can see the people? Uh, so they, good. In case they get on. Yeah, flip it. Perfect. Okay, I don't want to see you guys. I want to see him. You guys, I can see where that. I'm going to flip this. Okay. Ah, there we go. Oh, seeing me. Okay, good. Now, let's continue. Halel uh, v'asimha, the mitzvah of halel, and the mitzvah of having, being happy on Yom Tov, Shimona. That's always eight days. Not just the seven days of Sukkot. Even the eighth day of, of Shemini Atzeret, you have to be happy. And you have to say Halel. Good. Next. Nisu Chamayim Shiva. The mitzvah of Nisu Chamayim is always seven days. Why seven days? Because you don't do Nisu Chamayim on Shemini Atzeret. Good. Now. Ha-Halil Chamisha. The mitzvah of playing with the instruments in the Beit HaMikdash. That mitzvah, or all those mitzvah, it doesn't push off Shabbat or Yom Tov, and therefore it's only five days. Which means, oh, but it could once in a while be six days. Now, how could it ever be six days? It's only five days or six days. Well, it's six days if Shabbat and Yom Tov falls out together, which means if the first day of the, really, on regular Sukkot, okay, uh, there's only seven days of the holiday, okay? Six days of Cholmoy, and one day of the holiday. Now, usually, there's one day of Shabbat also there. So, they're going to end up being only five days that you're doing... Uh, no, this is talking about playing instruments to Simchat Petr Shoevat. Right? This, all this playing instruments, you can only do it on five days. Because you can't play instruments on Shabbat, and you can't do Yom Tov. So, that's two days out. But, if Shabbat and Yom Tov come out together, then you have six. Chamesha Bishachah. Lulav Shiva Ketzad. Now the Gemara is going to, the Mishnah is going to explain each one. Lulav Shiva Ketzad. How do you have seven days Lulav? Yom Tov Rishon Shalchag Shechal Yom Shabbat. Lulav Shiva. 
if the first day of Yom Tov falls on Shabbat, and it comes out to be seven. Ushal koyamim, the rest of the days, shisha, if, it fall, if Shabbat falls down on any of the other days, of course, day two, day three, day four, day five, then you have only six. Arava shiva ketzad, how does arava fall out to have seven? Mitzvah arava, they used to have arava in the Beit HaMikdash. They used to put it next to the Mizbeach. Okay. This mitzvah arava, how could it be seven? Yom ha-shivi'i shel arava, chichal Shabbat, Really, they do the mitzvah arava every day. We do aravot, bang aravot only on the last day. They used to do it every day of, of the holiday. But on the seventh day was a special day. So if the seventh day would fall out on Shabbat, then they would do all seven days arava. But if the seventh day falls out on any other day, they skip that day. And the, if Shabbat falls on any other day, they skip the Shabbat, and therefore you'll only have six. Where, yeah, arava is when you're banging, but in the Beit HaMikdash you used to have long, long aravot and lean them on the Mizbeach. We don't have that anymore. We don't have that anymore. What? 20 feet tall. Very long ones. <laughs> okay. Mitzvat. Mitzvat lulav ketzad. How would they do the mitzvah of lulav in the Beit HaMikdash? Yom Tov HaRishon Shachag Shechal Yopa Shabbat. On the first, let's say, if, what happens if the first day falls on Shabbat? And now you're not allowed to carry, but you have to do the lav. So how would they do the lav in the Beit HaMikdash if you're not allowed to carry? Oh, so this is what happens. So, Molichim Lovem Laharabait. Before Shabbat, everyone brings you lav and a throat to the Beit HaMikdash. And you leave it there. Right? The Hazanim and the Shamosh, Mikablimahim. Shamosh takes it from them. Right? They, they line them up on a platform that's there. They have a platform that's there. They line up all the, the sets on the platform. The older people, would, or the rabbis, would leave it in, uh, in the lishkab, which is special for it. They wouldn't put it with the rest of the people, because they don't want to get pushed around too much. They teach everyone to say, whoever gets my lulav in a trok, he can have it for a present. Why? Because it has, be it has to be yours, and if you don't, have, it's not yours, you can't be yourself with it. And then Mahar the next day, everyone would come, and the Shamosh would throw their lulav in front of them. They would be pushing each other to get their, 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 their thing. In other words, they're still, even though everyone's made this announcement, everyone is still pushing to try to get find his etrog that he bought. So how, they know, how are they going to know who's, who's, they all look the same? Oh, they, well, they, that was mine, this is yours, I left it here, it's not a simple thing. So therefore, maybe they could try, but it says here, it says here, the rabbi saw that it was becoming a sakana. Since it was becoming a sakana, the rabbi said, that's it. Everybody shakes the lab only in his house. So why don't we do that nowadays? Oh, why don't we shake the lab on Shabbat nowadays? In our house. Why don't we shake the lab in our house on Shabbat? When oh. Shabbat? Right now, when Shabbat falls out on the first day of the holiday, we don't shake the lab at all. Right? Can I come to leave maybe something else? Or? Oh, okay, good. That's the Gemara we're going to talk about. Something like you know? Yes, it's something like that. Correct. That's where we're going. Good. Okay. You guys, if you have to go, we understand, no problem. But if you yeah, can stay, no stay as long as you want. Okay? That was just, you got the Mishnah. Enjoy. Okay. the Gemara is asking a question. Why don't we, why doesn't the push of Shabbat? You're just moving things around. It's only Mukseh. Let's push away Shabbat. Why can't we shake the love on Shabbat? What's the big deal? 
and they only do it on Shabbat the first day. Let it push off the rest of the days also. It's only moving something. We're afraid that maybe you'll take it. If on Shabbat, if we let you shake the knot, we're afraid you'll take it to a rabbi to ask him how to shake it. And then you'll carry it. Right? You'll end up moving it for a month And that's Avera of Shabbat. And therefore, therefore, we don't let you shake the love on Shabbat because we're worried you might carry it. That's also the reason why we don't blow Shofar on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because we're afraid you'll move to take the Shofar to Aramat. We're now on the top of Megillah. And that's the reason of Megillah also. Or it says, If so, why aren't we worried when, when it falls on the first day? You understand the question? If you're telling me that you're worried that maybe if, I, if we let this guy shake his love, he's going to show up on Rabbi Haber's doorstep. Say, Rabbi, which way do I go first? Do I shake this way first? Which way is northwest? You know that whole shake? How does it go? He's going to come to my house, knock his door. I said, Well, Charlie, it's Shabbat. He carried it to me. Oh, yeah, right, Rabbi. We don't want to, to protect Charlie. We have to make a special Charlie protection plan. So we say, Okay, nobody's. Shaking love, we gotta worry about Charlie. We don't want Charlie to wake up. It's the wrong day. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So says, "Well, wait a second. If that's true, why don't we protect Charlie also on the first day of 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 uh, of, of the holiday falls out? Then we should protect him also. Uh, well, we only protect him when the falls out when the when Shabbat falls out on Tuesday. When Shabbat falls out on day three, why don't we protect him also when the because the Mishnah said that when the first day falls on Shabbat, we, we do shake the love in the Beit Hamikdash. Why are we worried about Charlie? Says the Gemara. Rishon Oh, don't worry. That's why the Rabbi said the Rabbi said that on the first day people do it in the house. So since people are doing it in the house, so there's nothing to worry about because because since once you're in your house, people are going to say, wait a second, why am I shaking my house now every day? I do it in the Beit Hamikdash, and now I'm doing it in my house. Why am I in my house? Oh, because they're, they they don't like because we're supposed to bring it there, and we're bringing it before, so we don't carry. Oh, so I won't carry. So therefore, no one's on, on Shabbat. Since you're doing it in your house, you're going to remember not to carry because you're in your house. That makes sense after the rabbis changed it when the guys got hurt, right? And the rabbis made it. The door is Sakana, so then they made it in your house. But how come before the Sakana, when they were doing the Beit HaMikdash, why didn't the rabbis worry about Charlie then? Says the Gemara, Ela Rishon Di'ita Minatorah Begibulin. Which means, the first day, Yom Tov Rishon, where it's the Oraita to shake the love everywhere. Because Minatorah, you only have to shake the love in the Beit HaMikdash, all seven days. But if you live in Haifa, you only have to shake the love on the first day. That's the rule. Why? Pasuk says, that everyone takes. Then it says, in front of Hashem, all seven days. So that means in the Beit HaMikdash is seven, and everywhere else is one day. So therefore, the first day where it's Mideoraita in Haifa, Lo Gazver and the rabbis didn't make a Gizera. Hanach, but the rest of the days, the Latino with Torah, where it's not from the Torah and Haifa, Begulin, God's where the rabbis make a gezera, so the rabbis make, make a gezera in other places. Mara says, if that's true, 
Ihachi, if so, Ha'ibnanami. Nowadays also, why don't we shake it on Shabbat? If the rabbis didn't make any gezerah on on the first on, on the first day, because it's midoraita and everywhere, so the rabbis shouldn't make a gezerah even nowadays. If the reason was because you're in the bed, you're in your the reason why we we asked that first reason is because the first reason works even nowadays. The first reason we thought it was what was the half meter we said before? We said we were no. We, why, why didn't we weren't we worried on the first day? We said because over there you're doing it in your house, right? right. right? That was a good answer because that would make that would explain why now we don't do it because we don't since since we always do it in our house and there's no re- reason to do it in the bet Mikdash, so there's no sign. But now. Now we have a new reason. We gave a reason. The reason is because it's Deoraita. If it's Deoraita, nowadays also it's Deoraita on the first day. So then we, how come nowadays, when, when the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbat, we don't shake the love, right? First day of Sukkot, we don't shake the love. Why not? Same rule should apply. Says the Gemara, Anan lo yadinan Which means, in America, we, we don't know which day is really Sukkot. We celebrate two days of Sukkot. And therefore, why are we celebrating the second day of Sukkot? Because we're worried that maybe Rosh Chodesh was, we're not sure which day was Rosh Chodesh. We didn't get to hear from the people in Israel when Rosh Chodesh is. And therefore, in America, we have to cover both days just in case Rosh Chodesh is one day off. So since you don't, we have two days of holiday, that means that you don't know which day of holiday is the real day. So if we let you shake your lulav, Exactly. On the first day, maybe the first day is the second day. Remember, nowadays with modern uh, and, then, and then you're shaking a lot one day we're not allowed. That's the Gemara's answer. The Gemara's saying this: we're being strict to have two days, but it comes out that we can't shake a lot on the first day because, because maybe it's not today. You with us? Remember, nowadays with modern calendar. Okay, okay, good. The Gemara says, "In <laughs> Okay, that's good for us here in America. So if so, according to the Israelis who live in Israel, and they do know what day it was, so let them shake it nowadays, even though there's no better question, they should shake it on the first day. The better question than yours. Okay? What is this? In Hachinami. You're right. In Israel, they should shake it when it falls on Shabbat. You're right. The Tani Chada, because we learned, Biyom Tov Rishon Shel Chag, because how do we know that's true? Because if you remember, the last Mishnah, the last Pedak had said this. Listen to this. It says, The first day of the holiday, It says, Everyone brings their love to Harabait. There's one writer that's our Mishnah says that, he bring, that he bring, everyone brings their love to Harabait. Another Mishnah, beforehand, mentions the same story and says, Everyone brings their love to Shul's. Wait a second, shuls? I thought this law is only in the Beit HaMikdash. So you see, that must be that the one that says you bring them all to the Harabayit. That's when the Beit HaMikdash is around. And the one that says you bring it to shul, that's when there's no Beit HaMikdash. Because in Yerushalayim, you bring it to shul. Talking about in Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim it's, it's, the fact that it says that people brought their lulavs to the shuls has to be that somebody has a way to bring it to shul. Who can ever bring it to shul nowadays? No one ever brings it to shul. And the Beit Hamikdash brought it to Beit Hamikdash. Must be that the shul one is talking about in Israel nowadays. 
So in Israel nowadays, this rabbi is saying, you should really shake it when it falls on Shabbat. As we see from the Mishnah, which is the people brought it to the Beth Knesset. How is it? That's not the Beth right? Beautiful. Says the Gemara. Shema Amina, you're right. Gemara is asking, Where do we know that there is a law from the Torah that you're supposed to shake it in Haifa on the first day? Where do you see it from? Tanya, we learned in the says, You should take the Yom HaRishon, that teaches you that every person has to take it, not just Betin. Everyone takes it. Not just Betin has to shake the love. We all have to shake the love. <coughs> Excuse me. Lachem. Mishnah Lachem, it has to be yours. That teaches you you can't borrow it and you can't steal it. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Bayom, on the first day. Bayom, Afil B'Shabbat. It teaches you you even should do it on Shabbat. Okay, we'll see what that means soon. Harishon, I feel even if you're not in Eretz, even if you're not in the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, beautiful. Now what else? And Harishon, uh, the extra hay, milamed she'eno docher ela yom tov rishon shabbat. Only push out the first day, not any other day. So each one of those words, the pesukim is teaching us another thing, and the Torah says chayav. They have to do it even on the first day in Haifa. Now, now, once we mention this Brayta, we're going to go through each piece and explain it. Says the Amal Mor, you mentioned before, Bayom, it says Bayom Arishon, Afil B'Shabbat, that teaches you even if they're shaking on Shabbat. What do you mean? Mechti, Tiltuf Ha'amahu. Is Zikra, the Mishnah Tiltuf? Mor is asking a bomb question. We're telling you now that the word Bayom means in the Pasuk, is coming to teach you that you can even shake the love on Shabbat. Question. I don't need a pasuk to teach me that I could shake the love on Shabbat. The whole isur of shaking the love is mukseh. Midoraita, there is no mukseh. So why would the Torah have a pasuk and write the word bayom in the Torah to tell you, guess what, you could shake it on Shabbat. What's stopping me? There is no isurim midoraita. You get that? You got it? It's a bomb question. Oh, the Pasuk says the word by Yom. Tell you you can do it on Shabbat. Why would in the world why I think not like that? There was no Isun Mukseh when the Torah was written. When the Torah was given to us. Okay? It's coming to teach you that you're allowed to cut, you can let it get a love, which means, let's say you don't have a love and you need to cut it off a tree. This word by Yom, Telling you even on Shabbat, it's not coming to tell you that you could avoid mukseh. It's coming to tell you that you're allowed to cut it off the tree, according to the opinion who lets you cut it off the tree. On Shabbat, the Torah is coming to teach you on Shabbat you're not allowed to cut things off trees, and Torah is coming to Bayom telling you that you could cut off the tree on Shabbat, according to the opinion who lets machshirim. There's a machloket whether machshirim milah can be done on Shabbat, whether you could bring a knife for the milah on Shabbat. Rabbi Lezer says you're allowed to. Chamim say you're not allowed to. That same rabbi will say that the bird Bayom is coming to include cutting the lulav off the tree on Yom Tov. The other rabbi will have to have something else to do with that pasuk. That's a good point. Yes, we don't, we're not going to say what the other rabbi does, but this, this whole writer had to have been written by that rabbi, that rabbi who holds that you're allowed to cut it. Yes, very good. The tiny will learn. Lulav, lulav, and all its 
necessary things to, to enable it. Dochin Shabbat, the Rebbe Eliezer, according to Rebbe Eliezer, pushes off Shabbat. My time with the Rebbe Eliezer, what's the reason of the Rebbe Eliezer? Amar Kar, Bayom, it says Bayom, Afilu B'Shabbat, like he said. V'Rabbanan, what about the rabbis? What do the rabbis do? Hi, Bayom, Mayavid, what do they do with the word Bayom, like you asked um, Shlomo? They use the word Bayom to teach you that, that you can only shake the love during the day. And once it's night time, you're not allowed to shake. So how does the Bayom know that you're not allowed to shake it at night? According to the you're allowed to shake it at night? Because since he's using Bayom to teach you that you're allowed to cut it off the tree, how does he know that you're not allowed to shake it at night? You with me, Shlomo? He learns it from the end of the Pasuk. Pasuk says, Shabbat Yamim. You rejoice in front of Hashem for seven days. Yamim. Days. Not night. That's how he learns it. According to him, night is not even Chag, or it is? It's not a time to Shabbat Yamim with your Lulav. No Lulav at that time. So Rabbanan, so Rabbanan, why don't Rabbanan learn it from that pasuk? That's a nice pasuk. If I would learn it from there, Hava Amina, I would have thunk. Lelaf Yamim, Yamim Misuka. I could make a gazette about Yamim, Yamim Misuka. Connect the word Yamim. Because it says Basuka, it says Basukoteshu, Shivat Yamim. And here it says, Shivat Yamim. I would have said, made a gazette just like over there, when it comes to sukkah, you have to sit in the sukkah and live in the sukkah night and day, and the word yamim means both day and night. Afkan, I would have thought, Afkan nami, yamim Therefore, I need you to say the word bayom, tell you it's only in the day. The Rabbanana are not okay with, this, with, with, with learning from the word yamim, because they said, then I would have connected it to. I guess he doesn't hold it. I guess he doesn't, wouldn't have Gzir Shabbat. That's a good question. But that's a, where does he, I guess he doesn't have, my assumption is he doesn't have Gzir Shabbat. Okay, so some say that Gzir Shabbat needs, a, needs a, a Kabbalah. So they have to accept it. They have to know it. So the Rabbanan had Gzir Shabbat. I mean, they didn't know what it was for. And therefore, they want to connect it. In they would have connected over here, if not that. And realize it doesn't have Gzir Shabbat. That's why you wouldn't put it in. Good. Okay. Now the one wants to know. gufa minalan. Who told you that Sukkot you have to do at night? Maybe you're patur from eating the Sukkah at night. And sleeping in Sukkah at night. Who told you that Sukkah you have to do at night? We're all assuming, oh, we wouldn't learn... Yamim, Yamim from Sukkah. Just like Sukkah is day and night, so too love is day and night. Guess what? Who told you? Maybe Sukkah, since the person says Shabbat Yamim, maybe Sukkah is only a day misvah. You with us? Says the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta. Basukot Yeshu Shabbat Yamim. Yamim, Afilulot. Days and nights. Do you mean it's days and nights? Maybe it should be the other way around. Maybe it should be days and not nights. It's logical. It says by sukkah, it says the word yamim. Shabbat yamim. By love it says yamim. 
just like over there by by the love, it's days and not nights. so to here, days and not nights. That's one way to look at it. Or maybe we should look the other way around. it says by days. and it says by the first days of the Bet of the Mishkan were called the Miluim. And during those days, there was a rule that Aaron and his children were not allowed to leave the Mishkan for, se- for seven days. It says over there, it says, Yamim. Ma'alan Yamim just like over there by Aaron, it was days and nights they couldn't leave. Afghan, maybe, maybe so too by Sukkah. Yamim Afilulot, maybe Yamim and night. How do you know which way to learn? The brightest trying to figure out which way to go? You could connect it to Lulav, and then it's, you live in the Sukkah only in the day. Or you connect to Miluim, and then it's be days and nights. Which, the Gemara is saying, right, saying, which way should I go with the word Yamim? I can make the Gizrash right either way. So, Bright is going to continue. Let's see which one it's more similar to. To know which one to connect to, we'll see which one it's more similar to. Danin we connect something that's mitzvah all day, sukkah is all day, to something that's mitzvah is all day, to mitzvah of staying in the Ol Moed, which is all day. And don't connect it to Lulav, which is only one hour, right? Lulav is a one second mitzvah. You pick it up, you know Living in the sukkah is an all day thing. You're supposed to live in it all day. At least, at least 12 hours at least. So since it's a long thing, compare it to living in the in the Mishkan, which is a long thing. Don't compare it to Lulav, which is a short thing. That's one way to connect. Or Dilma, or Kalach Lazer, or switch the other way. Let's learn something that's a, that's a forever mitzvah. Lulav is a forever, Sukkah is a forever mitzvah. Midavashim mitzvah l'adorot, something else that's a forever mitzvah. Sukkah and Lulav are both forever mitzvot. Don't learn it from Miluim, which is only one time in history, and is not forever. What, what, maybe, I have a way to compare it to this, and a way to compare it to that. It's more similar to what, to Miluim, because it's a longer one. And it's more similar to Lulav, because it's forever, like, it's for all generations. So this is the Gemara. Tamud Lomad comes to teach you. Teshvu, Teshvu. It says the word by Sukkah, Teshvu. And it says by Miluim, by Moshe, I don't know what it says, Teshvu. Nehmekan, it says by Sukkot, by Sukkot, Teshvu, Shavat Yamim. Nehmekan, by Miluim, Teshvu. It says by Miluim, you should be with Teshvu. If you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Upetach Oa Moed, Teshvu, Yamim Balayla. Mala Halan Yamim, just like over there. Yamim Vafilulot, just like Miluim. It's days and nights. Afkan Yamim Vafilulot. And that's how we know that the Sukkah is also at night, not just day. Okay. We're now to two dots on the top of Mem Gimel Amuralf. Says the Gimana. Arava Shiva Ketzad. How would we ever have a case that Arava is seven days? That's when the last day of the holiday falls out on Shabbat. And we have seven days because it pushes off Shabbat. Why does Arava on the seventh day push off Shabbat? Right? Why aren't we worried that maybe you're going to go through um, the, 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 the streets for Amot and to, show, to go to a rabbi to ask how to do it? 
Amar Biochan, we want to teach the rule that it's Mina Torah. And therefore, since we do it on Shabbat, even though it's Mukseh, we're going to show people, oh, look, in the bet they're doing this on Shabbat? Oh, it must be it's Deoraita. We want to prove that it's from the Torah. And therefore, we. People bring the Avera, the Aravaz themselves, or the Bet Midash has them? Bet Midash has them. Now where is that cat? What's the problem? It's already in Bet Midash. Okay, we're going to get to that. Why don't we push off Lulav also? Let's teach that it's in Torah. Which means we should make a rule that we should shake the lulav on one of the other days also. Which means, of course, the first day of Sukkot is Deoraita. But in the Bet HaMikdash, it's also Midoraita all seven days. So in order to prove that Deoraita all seven days, we should pick the fourth day of Sukkot and say, when Shabbat falls out on the fourth day of Sukkot, we're going to shake it also to prove it's Midoraita, just like you did by Alava. You told me by Alava that, that in order to prove it's Midoraita, we do a, we pick the seventh day and we do it on Shabbat also. In order to everyone know it's Shabbat. So do the same thing with Lulav. Let's take the Lulav. We'll take a, pick a day, the fourth day, let's say, and say, okay, fourth day when the fourth is Shabbat, we're doing it on Shabbat also just to show everyone it's Midoraita on the Beth Mikdash. Why don't we do that? Why it says, Lulav, Gizam And Lulav, no, we're worried that someone's going to take it to a rabbi and show you to show him how to do it. And therefore, we don't push it off. So why worry about Arava also? Now he says Ralph's thing. Two, two answers. Number one, Arava is not brought by each individual person. The Beitim brings them. We're not worried about a shul messing up. We're worried about individuals messing up. Right. Yeah, we have a Charlie rules only go for individuals. We don't make Charlie rules for shuls. Another thing, everyone has to do. Everyone has to shake Ulav, and this only Betim does. So there's two reasons why it's different over here. Let's see if it gets there. I don't think it's going to answer that question, though. Okay. Let's see what's going on. I like the question. If so, every day should push it off. Which means, why don't we just push it off every day to show that it's the Midoraita? Right? And if, in other words, if you're not worried because there's so many people. Because all because no, no one's doing it, only the Beit Hamikdash. So nothing to worry about Arava. So let's do it every day. Even if, if it falls out on Shabbat, any day that it falls out on Shabbat, we should do it. Why are we only do it on the seventh day? Let it push on Shabbat every day. What are you worried about? Right. It's only Beit doing it. 
If we make it push off every day, people are going to start putting, looking down at Lulav. Meaning, oh, but Lulav is pushed off only one day. Arava every day? Ah, oh, Lulav is uh, nothing major. And therefore, we only do one day to make even with Lulav. Okay? Let it push off on the first day of Yom Tov. Meaning, why do we pick the seventh day to, to do it? If we're just picking days, why seven? Let's pick day one. I says, no. Lo mucha milta. Amri lulav hu dekamat achi. It's not noticeable. Meaning, if you're going to say that Arava pushes off Shabbat on the first day, people are not going to know that Arava is its own mitzvah. They're going to say, oh, once we pushed off Shabbat for lulav, we did it, we did Arava also. So by making its own designated day, it gives it, it gives it notoriety. It notices it. Okay. So why don't we pick some other day? Why don't we pick seven? Why don't we pick uh, six or two? Why seven? Once you took it off the first one, we put it on the last one. So if so, now also we should let it push off. Let's do the Arava on the seventh day also on Shabbat. And Like again, the same question. We would, but we don't know if the seventh day is really the seventh day. Maybe the seventh day is really the eighth day. And therefore, since we're not sure it's the seventh day, we came to Aravah and Shabbat. Right. Good. Right. Says, what about the Israelis? The Israelis should do it on Shabbat. But Aravah was only in the Beit HaMikdash, right? So how could they use that proof? If you're not in the Beit HaMikdash, you can't have the Aravah. There's no Mitzvah of Aravah in the Beit HaMikdash. Not outside the Beit HaMikdash. What? Is there a mitzvah of Arava outside the Beit Hamikdash? Well, the time is the Beit Hamikdash, right? So then they put it against the Mizbeach with the whole. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about that the, uh, our 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 custom yeah. thing. Yeah. Says Gemara, Inu diyadina ki lo ikla. When Baradiah came from Israel, he says, it never happens that Hoshanah Rabbah falls out on Shabbat. The rabbis don't let it happen. Baradiah is claiming, you're right, nice question, but guess what? The rabbis, they don't, don't, let, it, don't let it fall out on Shabbat, and therefore we never have a problem. That is Baradiah's answer. It's an interesting answer. Of course, Ki'atul Rabin, when Rabin came, Rabin was an Israeli Amorah, who used to visit Babel. And when he came, he told, it was very hard to get from one country to the next, because there were different empires. Babylonian Empire was against the Roman Empire, Byzantine Empire. And so it was hard to get, sometimes it was hard to pass for. So whenever the rabbi, when Rabin came, the Gemara very often says, when Rabin came, he told us what's going on in Israel, because it was hard to send messages sometimes. Mm-hmm. When Rabin came, and all the other people with him, Amri, they said, Iklivlodachi. He said one time it happened that it fell on Shabbat, the seventh day, Dachi, and they did not bring the Arava on Shabbat on, on the seventh day. They didn't bring they didn't do the Arava. Why? Right? So we have that question, why did they do it? Which means who we're not sure exactly what the mitzvah of Arava is. 
Like it's a little like what Ralph was saying. Is the mitzvah of arava to just take it like a lulav, or is the mitzvah to lean it against the mizbeach? If the mitzvah is to take it, then we should. Then the Israelis should do it on Shabbat if it falls on the seventh day. If the mitzvah is to lean against the mizbeach, then they shouldn't take it on the seventh day because we don't we don't have a mizbeach to lean it on. And therefore, since we don't know what the mitzvah was exactly, we don't do it, we don't do it on Shabbat in Israel, even in Israel. You got it? Because we never know if we're doing the right thing. Good. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, where am I? Um, sorry. So Abaya asked the question, how could have Yosef say what he just said? Okay. Eight Abaya. My love. My love. We, if you look at our Mishnah, we mentioned Lulav and, had, and Arava are six or seven days. Now we're comparing, we're comparing, well, welcome Joseph. We're comparing Lulav to Arava. Just like Arava, just like Lulav, the mitzvah is taking. So probably Arava also, the mitzvah is to take and not to lean on the mitzvah. So why are you saying, oh, in Israel they can't do it? <coughs> because they're not sure what the mitzvah of Arava is. Look at the Mishnah. <coughs> it seems to compare the two of them together. Right. My idiot, who told you? Maybe the Mishnah says, Ulav Arava is saying each one is his own way. Ulav is with taking, and Arava is with leaning. Good. So another question we ask. Eight ve'abaya, by it's another question. It says, Bechol yom makifim pamachat. It says about Sukkot, that every day they would go around the Mizbeach one time. On the seventh day, they would go around seven times. Now, if, if it's the seventh day, they must have been going around the Mizbeach seven times with what? With the Lulav and Arava. Probably with Arava, because seventh day is Arava day. So it must be they went around with Arava. And therefore you see that the Mitzvah is just taking it. Right. Right? Lulav. He says, no, they went around with the love. I don't believe you that they went around with the Alava. They went around with the love. Va'amar Ibn Nachman, Amar Abba Ravua, Ba'alava. Didn't Ibn Nachman say to Ibn Ravua that they went around with the Alava? Amar Leh, who am I like with the Alava? Va'anah, mean about the love. So who cares what Ibn Nachman says? I'm telling you that's not what he went around. He went around with the love. I don't know what the question was. Why, why does, why does, why does uh, Rav Yosef have to go with Rabbi Ravua? I'm not sure. Okay. Itmar. We learned. The Beliezer no matter the Beliezer holds. By Lulav. They would go around the Mizbeach with Lulav. Roshmua by Natan Amar by Bechanina Ba'arava. Chena Rav Nachman Amar by Ravua Ba'arava. Two rabbis saying Arava, one rabbi saying one Lulav. I'm the rabbi of Bray, the rabbi of Bechanina. By Uriah. Tav Aminach Milta Ma'alta Dehave Amar Avuch. Come and I'll tell you a beautiful thing that your father used to say. This that the Mishnah says later on, that they would go around on Hoshanah Abbas seven times around the Mizbeach. Hachi Amar Vuk, this is what your father would say. They went around with the Arava. Okay. Abaya asked another question. It says, Lulav dochet eshevat v'tchilato, v'arava besofo. 
Lulav pushes off Shabbat in the beginning of the holiday, and Arava pushes off Shabbat in the end of the holiday. One time it happened that Hoshana Rabbah fell in on Shabbat. They brought tons of Aravot to have them on Shabbat. Made of Shabbat. And the Baitusim noticed all. Baitusim don't believe in the Torah, they don't believe in the rabbis that are short. The Baitusim noticed it. They wanted to stop it. And they hid them under some rocks. This way, the people can't get to Aravot because the rocks are Mukseh. So these Baitusim notice what's going on. Crazy what's going on. The Beit HaMikdash. It's in the Beit HaMikdash. And guys are playing pranks. Okay? You think it only happened in Shadat Torah, right? No. Okay, these bikes you see in Yimachshima, they go to start, they don't want you to do it on Shabbat, so they hit it. Okay, the Machar Kibum Ameha Aretz. The next morning, the Ameha Aretz heard what happened. Ushmatum, they moved off the rock. They moved off the the, the rocks. The Ameha Aretz didn't know the rules. They moved it off. And, and, and the Kohanim put it by the Mizbeach. Now, why did the Baitusim try to pull this trick? I'll tell you why. They don't agree that you're allowed to um, bang the Aravot on Shabbat. Alma, we see. Baitusim, yeah. They don't believe in that, that, that it's Midorite and Kapusho Shabbat. Alma, we see. But you see that you have to actually take it, not just lean it. Oh, that's a question. Says Tiufta. It is a question on Rabbi Yosef. So says, okay, if so. So then how come now that we see that Arava is done by taking it, not just by leaning it, if so, why don't we take it on the seventh day in the Bet in in, in Israel, even after Bet Mudash? Here's a new rule, a new answer. The new answer is, since in Bavel and in America, we don't take the Arava on the seventh day, so in Israel also, they don't do it. Yeah, they, they, they want to follow us. In order that everyone does the same thing. What about by Lulav? Lulav, on the first day in Bavel, we don't push off Shabbat. And in Israel, they push off Shabbat. Why don't they say the same thing? Why is he right? Amri lidhu nami lodachi. Even in Israel, they don't do it. So at the end of everything? Yeah. No one takes the law on Shabbat. That's what we're saying now. We're going to get, but that's your, we'll start again tomorrow by Elakash. Tomorrow's not finished yet, but we'll take over tomorrow with Elakash. Baruch Hashanah Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.